This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Well, it's Vision Sunday Legacy, family. And what is this all about? Let me explain. We value the various generations in our church. We embrace them. We make sure that they are on a good spiritual path. We want to lead them along, make them part of what we're doing here at Christian Family Church. Amen. And so that's why it's so important for us to invest in our younger generations. As you know, that even from three months all the way till 12 years old in our children's ministry, that's where the young ones go. And they don't get uh, looked after. They get taught in the Word of God. Amen. And then we have our teens. Hey, the youth. You, you can tell the pitch. You know, you can tell. All right. Okay. And I mean, these guys are just on fire. This morning, they had 566 people in that theater. Amazing. And the YAs, where's the YAs? Uh, young adults, all right? We've got such a diverse group from single to married with children, all part of the YAs, and they're just part of what we're doing here, and it's going to be amazing. So, are you guys ready for the program tonight? That's what it's all about. We are celebrating Vision Sunday Legacy. We're going to have some legacy chats in a, in a couple of moments. And then later on, we're going to do something very spiritual. And we're going to be laying hands on the various generations. Amen. Because they're already operating in certain offices. And we're going to anoint them. And we're going to pray for them. And we're going to release them to fulfill the call that is on their lives. You see, so many times, many youngsters today are on the wrong track. And I give God all the praise and the glory for our teens that are out here, our young adults, each and every person for that matter. And so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna be laying hands on as an act recorded in heaven that this day we say we recognize our generations. We wanna bring them together with us, bring them along. We want to empower them and set them loose on fire to preach the word because that's what it's all about. Amen, family. So we spoke to some parents before we get to legacy chats uh, this evening. We spoke to some parents and here's what they had to say. Uh, I'm Spindile Mtetwa. I've got two children, boy and a girl. Nandi Pamtetwa, who is 19 years old, and Tlangalese Mtetwa, who is 14 years old. So hi, my name is Danielle Fonsale. Um, my children is Sean Fonsale, he's 14, and the youngest is Willem Sneiman, he's 10. Good afternoon, my name is Eric Kalume, an effective member of Christian Family Church, and my children are Jeremiah Kalume, he's 22, Olive Kalume, who is 16, Naomi Kalume, 14, and the last one, Benis Kalume, 12 years old. Jeremiah has been part of the U for nine years now, uh, Olive uh, for four years and Naomi for two years now. Um, Sean has been part of the youth for just under a year now. When he joined youth ministry, his life changed. He's opened up. This past year has been absolutely amazing experience for him. And the way he's dealt with things in his life, I mean, he changed, made the decision to change schools and he did his own 
letter to the school for them to accept him. And his closing was a statement saying that my future is in God's hands. Right now, the world is feeding our children all kinds of things. But when children have a place, a base, which is God, and they have a ministry that continues, continuously reminds them of who they are in Christ, that is what, for me, youth ministry is, has been to my children. Like, my children are solidified in who God is because of the ministry. As a parent, the youth ministry meant to me, I would say, everything, really an inheritance to, uh, to our children, because every parent would like to see uh, their children understanding what the Word of God is all about. So the impact is that really I'm happy with my children, they are listening, they are not rebellious, uh, I have uh, a good communi a communicational relationship with them, and uh, really those kind of uh, issues that youth will bring to their parent, where they are not uh, under directions, uh, really, I'm not experiencing them. My wife and I, we are fine, we are okay, we are happy. So if your children are not going to youth, I would say that you are withholding them from a great future, one where they can learn faith on their own terms. So at the end of the day, we as parents need to encourage the kids to go to ministry because when in big, big church, they, it's, they, don't, they can't relate. They get lost in the cloud. But when they're there, it's their peer, peers and they can relate to their peers and also they can find God in an environment that is safe for them, you know? So for me, youth ministry is the way to go. Praise the Lord, family. So mom and dad approves. Amen. That's just amazing. So what we're going to have is we're going to have a quick, powerful session, what we call Legacy Chats. And we're going to share with you, they're going to share with you what church has done for them, how vision has impacted them. But before I do that, let me introduce our youth pastor. Our YA pastor. Come, give it up for Pastor Nanika. Woo! Praise Jesus! Let's go! One hallelujah for Jesus! Hallelujah! Praise, praise God, family. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what He's doing through a generation. I call the youth and the young adults the revival generation because I truly believe that revival will happen through that generation. Thank you, Jesus. Family, I just want to say thank you to Apostle Theo and Dr. Bear for this unparalleled privilege of standing here today. But more than that, I want to say thank you to you, the parents, for bringing out your teens every single Sunday, for allowing them to be here, for bringing them out today. I want to say thank you to the young adults for running alongside the vision and doing what God has called you to do. And I want to welcome David's camp, the future of youth and YA. You are welcome. Thank you, Jesus. All right, family, everybody's welcomed. Everybody feels loved. I'm not gonna speak a lot tonight. We have legacy chats. We have some youth and young adults. Our youngest member is 14. Our oldest member, who's the oldest here? Joseph, Joseph is it you? Is it you? <laughs> anyway, it's legacy chats. We're gonna hear their story about youth and YA. This is Joseph Betsy. He is a YA leader, devoted husband and father. Hallelujah. There we go. We have Jesse, our youngest member, youth member on fire for Jesus. Amen. We have Trevino, committed YA, YA member. Thank you, Jesus. We have Oprah, you small group leader. I know that's right. Thank you, Jesus. We have Jonathan, dream teamer. 
You will see him bouncing there in the mall. He's always running somewhere for the Lord. And finally, Pastor Megan, YA leader and pre- a, a, a volunteer. Let's go, just cheer. Amen. There we go, family. Without any further ado, let's hear from Joseph and Betsy. There we go. Thank you so much, Pastor Annika. Hey, family. My name is Joseph and Betsy. I'm going to speak a bit about my life. Um, in a time frame of about five years, I lost my brother, I lost my mother, and I lost my father. Now, I'm not here to glorify grief or anything like that, but I want to speak about what the Lord has healed. The Lord has healed me from so many things. He has healed me from trying to find my identity in what my brother tried to become. He has healed me from the void where my mom wasn't around in my childhood, and that wasn't a fault. But the biggest thing I've seen him heal me from is feeling like I wasn't enough for my father. I wasn't loved by my father. And that ended up making me think that God is the same way. I used to look at God, even after being saved, I used to look at God and say, I need to prove myself to him. I need to make sure that he's proud of me and he affirms me. And all the acts that I can do will make him say, yes, I love you. But it wasn't like that. God set me free. He reaffirmed me of his love. And when you read scriptures like Jeremiah 29, 11, it becomes so real. Because when you hear the Lord speaking over you saying, he knows the plans that he has for you. Plans for good and not for evil. For a future and a hope. It just shifts your perspective. I'm grateful for community. Because I wouldn't have done this by myself. I got to be immersed in the church. I got to be immersed in young adults. And I get to see people every single week getting set free from the oppression and the lies that the enemy tries to plant in their minds, that they're not good enough. I don't believe that you can discover your purpose without knowing what you are as a child of God. I don't think you can discover your purpose while you're believing the lies of the enemy. So, family, I say all of that to say this. What will it take? What will it take for you to be part of a community? What will it take for you to want to walk with people that have experienced similar things as you? I say today, it shouldn't take anything big or scary. It should just take knowing that you are loved by God and you are his child that he's pleased of. Thank you. Hi guys, my name is Jessie. <laughs> my name is Jessie Applesamy, and I am a member of the CFC Youth. <laughs> um, at first, I never wanted to go to youth, but then my sister took me and told me to try it out. And when I walked in, I could feel the atmosphere was different. The way the youth worshipped and the messages, it was really impactful and it made me want to develop a relationship with God and I felt more confident in doing so. In my journey there, I got taught on how to speak about Jesus and I finally understood that you shouldn't care about what others think. You should just take the chance to speak about Jesus freely whenever. I was reading this one scripture in Matthew 10 verse 22 to 23. And it says, therefore, whoever confesses me before men, 
I will also confess to my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me in front of men, I will also deny to my Father who is in heaven. And, and it is basically saying that whoever speaks about Jesus freely, he will speak to his Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies him, he will also deny. And the scripture like really encourages me to speak more about God because I want other people to also develop a relationship with them, like how I do. This year, I met a girl, and she told me that she didn't believe in a God. Right then and then, I decided to share everything that I knew about God because I wanted her to feel the same love that I felt and still feel and let her know that she's never alone because God is always with her. I invited her to church a few weeks ago, and she gave her heart to the Lord. <laughs> I was so happy to hear this, and you can understand that I felt incredible about being able to help someone come to Christ and develop a relationship with Him. And I could never have done that without stepping out of my comfort zone to learn more things about God and develop a relationship with Him. And that was really life-changing for me. And it could be life-changing for you. So take the next step and invite someone to church. Thank you. Hi, family. My name is Trevino, and I've been part of the Young Adults community for a year now. My... My journey so far has been nothing short of amazing and life-changing. The scripture I would love to encourage you with today is taken from 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young, but be an example to all believers in what you say, the way you live, in your love, your purity, and your faith. I personally believe that many of us here would count it a joy and a privilege to be a believer who leads by example. And by joining the Young Adults family, it's an easy and practical step to do so. Personally, I've always wondered, why did Jesus specifically choose 12 disciples? And I really believe it's because Jesus understood the power and the impact of community, especially within smaller, close-knit groups. YA is one of those groups. Joseph, as my YA leader, please block your ears for this next part. Initially, I was skeptical about joining these gatherings because it was on a Friday night. I often found myself debating, why should I give up my time? All it took, guys, was one meeting, and I knew immediately this is where I belonged, and this is what I was supposed to be doing. It's been a roller coaster of a journey, but my YA family has stuck by my side. Being a part of this community has taught me it's taught me how to be accountable. It's taught me intimacy with the Holy Spirit. It's also taught me how to reach out to my brothers and sisters in Christ when I need help. It's also taught me how to be a more godly husband to my beautiful wife. Being a part of Young Adults Community has shown me that for far too long we are influenced by culture and the world. But I believe it's time for us to flip the script. I believe it's time for us to step into everything that God has called us into and be the ones taking culture for the kingdom of God. Amen. Be a part of this family. Join us and your life will never be the same. See you on Friday, guys. the COC Youth Small Group Leader, and I'm a part of the COC Youth Gang. Can I get a what, what? 
in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. So who was I? I was a girl who was lost, broken, and who was seeking for validation in the world. I thought it was my life's like life sole purpose and there was nothing more to it. I was a pleaser of the world by the way I would act, dress, speak, just to be seen by someone. My dad had left me when I was a very young child, and I tried filling up the void through drugs. I was lost in a life of sexual immorality. But who am I now? I am a leader, a friend, a daughter of the Most High. I found a community, I found a community in the CSC Youth Gang, and I was able to foster close relationships with each other that helped me get closer to God. I showed them my scars, and they patched up my wounds with the Word of God and with His faithful promises. His love poured into my life, and I watched how He worked in through my friend's life, my school life, and my mom's life. I became a vessel to the kingdom of heaven. When I accepted Him into my life, I watched Him work from zero to something. My dad came back into my life. Through prayer and by faith, I mean, he calls me by my name and not by my mistakes. Your mistakes do not need you to stop taking the next step into knowing who God is. Thank you, family. Well, good evening, family. My name is Jonathan Martins, and I am a man after God's heart. I am a man after God's heart, and I get that, I get that through Matthew 20, verse 28. For even the Son of Man did not come expecting to be served, but to serve and give his life in exchange for the salvation of many. I actively serve in the CFC Youth as a small group leader, and I also serve in the amazing campus host team. Serving to me is way more than some coffee and snacks in the morning. It's more than the t-shirt we receive. To me, serving is about the people, God's people, and helping them in their work with Christ in any way possible. I personally had to overcome the way I felt about approaching and connecting with people. But then I realized it's about taking up my cross and serving the people of God. You know, I've tried it my way and I failed terribly. Now it's time to do it the Jesus way. Amen? Amen. Amen. Serving has benefited me in ways that I cannot imagine. I had the privilege of meeting many interesting people, and I also had the privilege of getting to know them. And to me, that's what it's all about, the community and the connection being built. So family, I encourage you, join the Dream Team, and let's make a difference together. Thank you. Praise Jesus. Hi, family. My name is Megan. I'm a voluntary pastor for... <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> Hi, family. My name is Megan. I'm a voluntary pastor for our prison ministry team and also a YA leader. Tonight, I want to speak a little bit about giving your yes to Jesus and how I gave my yes to Jesus and what that looked for me in my life. One of the big yeses that I gave to Jesus was for prison ministry. Jesus said, I was in prison and you came to me. And inasmuch as you do to the least of these, you do unto me. 
What prison ministry and saying yes to that has meant for me has meant saying yes to the call on my life. It has meant saying yes to Jesus and what he wants to do in my life. Each of us has a plan, a purpose, and a call on our lives. We have a choice. Do we say yes to him? Amen. Another big yes that I gave to God was for CFCYA, Young Adults, the Revival Generation. When I think about YA, when I think about YA, I think about a generation that truly knows Him above all else, that truly seeks Him above all else. Not just say that they know of Him, but that they truly know Him. Perhaps one another of the biggest yeses that I've given to Jesus in my life is Bible college. When I think about my journey with Bible college, I think about really fanning into flame the gifts that God has placed inside of me. Jesus, 12-year-old Jesus, where was he found when his parents was looking for him? He was found in the midst of the teachers in the temples. Giving your yes to Jesus doesn't mean you have to be perfect in order to do so. I was far from it. Six years ago, a drug addict, lost, broken, hurting, so lost without Jesus, I gave God, one of the biggest yeses of my life, I gave him my heart. There is a yes that lies in front of us right now. In giving our yes, we truly get to know God, find freedom, discover our purpose, and make a difference. There is a yes that lies in front of us right now. And the question is, will we say yes to Jesus? Thank you so much, family. Woo, praise God, family. Let's give one round, last applause for everybody. Thank you, Jesus. All right, family, I'm gonna say a last few words before I'm handing over to Dr. Johnny for the impartation, but you guys have now seen, this is what the revival generation looks like. This is what you can be a part of. If you join us at 10.30 on a Sunday for youth and Friday night at seven for YA. Apostle Theo said this. He said he's still building the church in the South because Jesus said we must occupy until he comes back. We need to do the work of God. We need to get souls. We need to disciple people. And there's one thing I know that CFC Youth and CFC YA does. They are soul winners and they are disciple makers. And that's why we are seeing these numbers. And that's why they are here tonight because they get it, family. And this is my call to you. Do you want to be a part of this? And if you want to be a part of this, again, I mentioned the times, I'm going to say it again. 10.30, Sunday, in the theater, I want to see you if you're between the ages of 13 and 19. And if you are between the ages of 20 to 35, Friday night at 7, we are also in the theater. Amen. Then our last hype, Youth Conference is coming up on the 16th of June. Hallelujah. Everybody, all the youth is invited. It's called Regeneration Cause Revival Generation. Amen. Then why I'm talking to you for the first time ever in the history of CFC. We have a YA conference happening on the 6th of May. Woo, let's go. Thank you, Jesus. There'll be more information on this on all the socials. Follow us on all the platforms. But most importantly, after this, we will be in the Connection Center to answer any questions. Family, you've seen it with your own eyes. You've heard the testimony. We don't have to convince you. Jesus is here and his hand is upon this generation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Dr. Johnny. Vibes. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Were they amazing? I mean, this is the next generation. I feel confident. Come on, once again, give them a round of applause. Thank you guys, you guys have been so great. Wonderful, wonderful. You can make your way, praise God. Now let's get to the reason why we're here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, thank you, Lord. I'm gonna ask the senior leaders, the full-time pastors, 
you would please take up your position here right now. No one walking around. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. Such an important aspect. Such an important statement. Such an important action that we are about to do. The Bible says in Psalm 133, you guys need to work with me. Thank you. Psalm 133, I'm reading from the New King James. It says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. This is referring a psalm that normally would be sung when the Israelites would go up to the temple in Jerusalem. It's called a song of ascents, to ascend to the temple. And they would sing these songs, how good and how pleasant it is for us to dwell together in unity as we go up to the temple to worship our God. But then the psalmist goes on and he explains how unity is formed and how pleasant it is and how good it is by using an, a, an illustration, an example that all of the three million Jews saw in the wilderness. That's what unity is all about. It goes on in verse 2 and it says, It is like the precious oil of consecration. The word consecration means to be set apart for a special service or work. The oil of setting apart, the oil for a special work that is poured on the head, coming down the beard, even the beard of Aaron, coming down on the edges of his priestly robes, concentrate, uh, consecrating the whole body all the way to the end of the robes. Now, there's three things here that I do not see on the screen that I need to talk about. There we go. This refers to, first of all, the anointing oil on the head of Aaron into his beard. You can just imagine if a flask of anointing oil, consecration oil, were to be poured all over your head, it would run from your head onto the beard, like on, in Aaron's beard, and then onto the garments all the way, dripping all the way down to the very hem of the garment. The Bible says that that refers to three levels of authority. And when we consecrate, when we set apart, we have to understand the levels of authority because you see society is made out and up of structures of authority. And if we follow that, we are in unity and how pleasant and how good it is when we dwell in unity. The first, the head, I believe is Christ, the head of the church. It represents the head of the church. The beard is the leadership or the church, the leaders of the church or the church itself, the institution of the church and the structure that it, that 
that it brings. And then onto the garments and all the way to the edge of the hem represents you, the members of the church. It even represents the parents of the children that tonight there will be a laying on of hands, a consecration, if you like, for their ministries as they step into the areas of serving, being part of what we do here at the church. What a privilege you have, parents, in witnessing this tonight or even being part of this. What a privilege, guys, for you tonight, the young adults, the youth, and even our teens between the age of 10 and 12 tonight, there will be an impartation for them. It says and goes on to say, it is like the dew of Hermon, Mount Hermon, descending upon the mountains of Zion. So just imagine in Israel, in the north of Israel, towards the Syrian border, you have Mount Hermon, a very high mountain, one of the highest mountains in Israel, stroke Syria. And in that mountain, there would always be a snow cap on it. And in summer, the snow will mount and the dew will come running down in rivers. And it says all the way to the mountains of Zion, but the mountains of Zion is almost 50, 60 kilometers away from there. It speaks, I believe, of the influence that we will have from the top all the way down and even as far as the mountains of Zion. It's the influence that you will have. That's how far your influence will go. Will go. For there, listen to this now, when all of these things are in place, for there, with this specific situation, for there, the Lord commanded the blessing. The blessing is everything that Christ has paid for on the cross. It is health. It is wealth. It is whatever you need. You can appropriate it by faith. Jesus bought it. He has commanded that blessing and life forevermore. Amen, family. Let me read it from another translation. It says, the excellency of this psalm is that behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil consecration poured on the heads coming down on the beard, even the beard of Aaron coming down upon the edge of the priestly robes, consecrating the whole body, the whole body, speaking about the church. And it is the dew of Mount Hermon coming down the hills of Zion, the eternal influence that they will have. If you walk in the ways of God, there will be eternal influence. You, your children, and their children, and their children's children. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing and life forevermore. So this time, I'm going to ask, as we have the leaders of the church here, for all the young adults that are present tonight. You heard the qualification. If you're part of the young adults and you're leading and serving, whatever, I would like you to come forward to receive an impartation in the name of Jesus. Come forward right now. Lift the music slightly. Lift the music slightly. Stay in the atmosphere of what we're doing here tonight. Come forward, line up. Deacons, help us. Thank you. I'm going to lead you in a prayer.
Come all the way around this side as well, family. Yeah, from this side. Come around, come around, come around, come around. Yes, some more people here. Come forward, come forward, come forward. Remember, it's going to be an impartation, a touch, a touch, a touch. I trust that the Spirit of God will move upon your life. There will be an infilling, a consecration. For there the Lord commands a blessing. Praise the Lord. Young adults. So can you see the significance? Wow, look at the, the, look at the guys. All right, so form in the second row. Thank you, Dream Teamers. Form a second row. Or maybe even a third row. Help us with that quickly. On this side, we've got lots of space. On this side, we've got lots of space. Move around. Come, folks. I don't have to tell you how to do this. Come. Let's do this. Let's do this for him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. More. More. Jiga. Jiga right. going to do tonight is the full-time leaders of the church is going to pray over the young adults and then the leaders of the young adults are going to pray for the youth all of the youth lay hands on them just a touch it's just a point of contact just a point of contact point of contact and then the leadership of the youth are going to lay hands first time ever I think on the 10 to 12 year olds which is normally in david's camp but they are here tonight and we're going to lay hands on them amen three different generations three different generations young adults are you ready raise your hands to heaven say this prayer with me and then once i've prayed then pastors go ahead and just a touch just a touch don't pray yet Say this with me. Father in heaven, this day I thank you for your commanded blessing upon my life. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive this consecration in the name of Jesus. Now receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Lay hands on them. 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 In Jesus' name. Move around. Move around. Next level. Next row. Next row. There we go. Minister to them. Minister by the laying on of hands. It's a scriptural doctrine. By the laying on of hands. Scriptural doctrine. Hebrews 6. The laying on of hands. The laying on of hands. The laying on of hands. The impartation. The impartation. In the name of Jesus. Receive. In the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Impartation, impartation, receive in the name of Jesus. Receive, come, leaders, move around, move around. Next level, next row, next row, next row, next row. Some more people, there we go. Come forward. If you've been prayed for, you can move away. Next level, next level, come. Next row, praise the Lord. Impartation, impartation. Many people on the right here, come, this side, yeah. My right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Receive, 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 receive. Setting apart. If you're ready to receive it tonight, receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive being set apart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Jesus. Cup passes, move around. Leaders, move around. Lay on as quickly, as many people as you can. There we go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Young adults, young adult leaders, I want you to take up position now. With, with, with the leadership of the church, I think we might need the leaders because I think the youth is going to be quite a lot. Come, young adults, I want you predominantly to do this. All right, set up, set up, set up. Can I ask the youth, come forward in your thousands. Come forth, come forth, come forth, come forth. Come, come YTH. Come, don't clap, don't clap. Come forward to receive. This is not a party time. This is not a, this is not a talking time. Stay in the atmosphere. Stay in the atmosphere. Come, not yet. Don't pray yet. We haven't prayed yet. We haven't prayed yet. Family, leaders, please listen to my instructions. Thank you. Okay. All the youth, raise your hands to heaven. If you want to receive, only if you want to receive. If you don't want to receive, go back. If you want to receive, raise your hands to heaven. Say this with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm ready to receive. Prepare me, spirit, soul, and body for the calling that you have on my life. I'm ready to submit, to serve in the house of God. Now receive, come on, lay hands on them. Receive, receive. I sense the presence of God. Receive, receive, receive in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, receive, receive in the name of Jesus. Come on, move around pastors. Once you've, you've imparted, move around, move around. There's many, many people, many people. Receive in the name of Jesus. 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 There we go. Receive, receive. All the way up the alleys, passages. Receive in the name of Jesus. Come pastors, there are many people that still need to be prayed for. Move around. Lay hands. Leaders, move around. Move around quickly. Get to everybody. A lot of people in these aisles here. Come, come leaders, help me. Move around. Impartation, impartation. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive. Once you receive, say thank you. I receive. Say, I receive. Thank you. I receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. There we go. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Come forward, come forward. Get to the right hand side. Come, my right hand side. If you're standing here, jigger left, jigger left. Boza, boza, jigger left. All right, come this side, come this side. A lot of people want to pray for you. Come this side. Here we go. Come, dream teamers. Here we go. Let's go. Lay on hands. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Receive. Come on, pastors, don't stand around. Leaders, don't stand around. Find somebody to lay hands on. Find someone to lay hands on. Find someone to lay hands on. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive the presence of God. Receive the presence of God. Legacy, generations, receive. Receive. Be raised up in the house of God. Receive in the name of Jesus. Be raised up in the house of God. Jesus. Jesus. Receive. There we go. Receive. Hallelujah. Receive in the name of Jesus. Okay. If you finish praying, you may go back to your seats. Go back to your seats. Go back to your seats. Hallelujah. If you're done, you can go back to your seats. The last one, here it comes. If you're a leader in the youth, and Pastor Nanika and Charles and Belinda, you can also stay behind. If you're a leader in the youth, a leader, only a leader, not a member, not a dancer, a leader in the youth, then you can stay here. Stay in front. Please make sure, Pastor Nanika, that we only have leaders here. If they're not leaders, please ask them to take these seats. We appreciate you wanting to be a leader. Go into the leadership training and they will get you there. right now all the 10 to 12 year olds where are you come get up out of your seats come forward we're gonna lay hands on you yeah yeah where they go yeah they go yeah they go look at these guys look at these guys come on come on don't yet pray don't yet pray come all the way down to the bottom all the way down to the bottom this is our future family this is the generations look at them yeah, come on, come on down, guys. Come on, yeah. Come on down. All right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is amazing. Hmm. I've got a special prayer just for you guys. I believe the Lord just put it in my heart. Okay, if you David's camp, David's camp, listen to me. 10 to 10 to 12. I know it's difficult. This age, you don't listen. <laughs> They just ask why, why? Are you guys listening to me? 10 to 12? Are you listening to me? Okay. Now if you're 10 to 12 years old and you and David's camp, raise your hands. Raise your hands to heaven. And pray this prayer. Close your eyes and pray this prayer with me. Say, Father in heaven, I am like Samuel. Show me in the ways that I should go. Prepare me in the house of the Lord. I submit myself to the church. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now go ahead, youth leaders, lay hands on the 10 to 12s in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, family, what is amazing, Charles and Belinda gives me these, this feedback that these guys, 10 to 12 year olds and even younger, they would lay hands on people in that group. Pray for healing, pray for impartation, pray for to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Isn't that amazing? 10 to 12 years old. That's amazing. Amen.
praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Lay hands on them. So just a touch, just a touch. It's the impartation, it's the impartation. They've already said I receive, they already said I receive. You don't have to pray long prayers, just a touch. There we go, there we go, there we go. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Leaders, if you've prayed and there's no one else, you can go back to your seats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. They can just stay on the floor. That's all good. Thank you. Thank you, leaders. Thank you. Thank you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Did you guys receive tonight? Legacy Sunday, Vision Sunday, in Jesus' name. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Leave them, guys. Leave them. Don't disturb them. Leave them. You can go back to your seats. Thank you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here tonight, you say, Pastor Johnny, I do not know Jesus. And I've heard that I need to make a decision because I've heard some testimonies of how Jesus has influenced people's lives. If that is you tonight, you say, I want to make Jesus Lord and Savior of my life. Then in a moment, I'm going to give you the opportunity to raise your hand. Or secondly, perhaps you hear, you say, Pastor Johnny, I used to serve Jesus but then I did some bad things and I no longer serve Him. I want to come back. I want to make right. I want to apologize. I want to say I'm sorry. Will Jesus forgive me? Yes, He will. Or thirdly, perhaps you hear and you're not sure if you would go to heaven or to hell if you were to die today. I know for some of you, you're only like 10 years old. But you need to be sure of your salvation. If that is you, at any one of those three invitations, I want to make Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of my life. Two, I want to recommit my life to Jesus. Or number three, I want to have assurance of my salvation. If that is you, at the count of three, won't you raise your hand? Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. One, two, three, wherever you are. Let me see your hands. Raise your hand. Wherever you are, see those hands. Thank you. See those hands. Thank you. I see those hands. See those hands. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See those hands. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Today is the day of salvation. We have a lot of children on this side here. Pastor Charles and Pastor Belinda, you guys must just manage it in your own way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Many, many people putting up their hands. I'm going to ask one more time. If you have not yet made the decision, in the name of Jesus, raise your hand now if you want to make that decision last call in Jesus name now in a moment already our workers are moving in and amongst the aisles they're coming to lay their hand on your shoulder merely to come in to agree with you in prayer so I'm gonna ask you that made that decision for you to say this prayer out aloud and for your benefit we are all gonna say this prayer so many salvations that's amazing that is amazing so let's say this prayer together say father in heaven I come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for me so I can go free. Jesus, I make you Lord of my life and I promise to serve you for the rest of my life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Congratulations. Come on, let's just give him a great, 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 great round of applause. At this time, I'm going to hand over to our venue hosts. Now, for those of you that made a decision, I'm going to ask you to take your next steps. That is to go with the person that laid their hand on your shoulder to a place of prayer. Are you ready? So take all your belongings with you. You can even take your friends with you. If your mom and dad is with you, they can also go with you. All right? And as you go, we're going to give you the greatest round of applause. Come on, step up. Go with them in Jesus' name. Come on. Well done. Congratulations. The angels in heaven are rejoicing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, if you're a first-timer here tonight, you came to visit us for the first time, we are so glad that you did. And if you would like to connect with us, please meet us at the Connection Center across the mall. We'll have a cup of coffee together, answer any questions that you may have. Um, and we'd love to see you next weekend again. So remember, um, directly after the service. Are you ready to leave? Look at all those salvations. Watch that. That's just amazing. That's amazing. Praise God. Praise God. Well, we had a great time tonight. I believe something spiritual was, was, was received and was done in the spirit here tonight for these various generations. So won't you stand and let me pray for you before you go. Stretch your hands out to me and say, Father, I thank you for the angels that encamp around me and protect me and my family. Johannesburg and surrounding cities you are saved in Jesus name now God bless you thank you for joining us during this episode of living life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans we hope that through this inspired teaching you had an encounter with God if you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.